This episode of Getting Sketchy with Josh and Steve is brought to you by Tuna O's Brand Cereal. There's no better way to start your day than a big bowl of tuna and milk. Well, hi, I'm Josh with my pal Steve. Getting sketchy about all sorts of things. Well, Steve, you've done it again. Sorry about that. You've done it again. Am I ever going to get the theme song out? I don't think so. Well, someday maybe. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 The best intro to a podcast ever. I choke on beer. Like a dead silence, and then I choke on beer to death. You just hear me. After you get done coughing, I choke, vomit on myself, and die. And I think it's a joke, so I just keep it going. I'm like, oh, man, this is rich. And you're just like, oh. Oh, Um, the silence. You hear the death rattle. Is that a thing? Is that an actual thing, the death rattle? It is on movies, for sure. Where someone's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. The soul. It's proof of the soul. If movies have taught me anything, it's that people have a soul and it leaves them when they die. Yes. Actually, I hate that. I, in movies, I much prefer the realistic death. It's so much more impactful. And maybe that is realistic. You know, maybe the death, there is that death rattle or whatever. But I always love it in a movie, especially in an action movie <clears throat> where someone yeah. dies and it happens in a way where you're just like, holy shit. Like when they do a backflip like five times and they hit a wall? Yeah. No, I was thinking, like, have you seen the movie Drive? No, actually. There's a dude in that movie who gets stabbed, I believe he gets stabbed, and dies, and he immediately stiffens up, like, riggers up, really tight. Riggers, I always say that. Kevin has got me (laughs) saying that from one of the smods. He, like, busts into rigor mortis. (laughs) Which is the name of my new album. My new dance. That's why I can just like go stiff on the dance floor and just fall over. Oh, look, you guys, he's doing the rigor mortis. <laughs> he's not doing anything. Exactly, motherfucker. Look it's at him go. Movie. God, he's good. How does he do it? People start talking about it like the way he's when they saw dead. when they saw the moonwalk <laughs> for the took first too much time. Cocaine. <laughs> like when the moonwalk first happened, everyone was like, "How is Michael Jackson doing it?" Right. It's yeah, like he's yeah. moving without he's... moving. He's flying. Yeah, that's what it is for me. It's like it's like he's dead, but he's not really dead. <laughs> I think I think it could sweep the nation. I really do. Me do the too. rigor. Da, da, oh, you can't say do the rigor. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be misconstrued. Someone's yeah. like, what? Um, what's the speaking of like dance moves? Speaking of hook. <laughs> <laughs> no, a joke only you and I will get. <laughs> yes. Speaking of, like, uh, awful death scenes, there's, like, have you ever seen, I used to be really into war movies. Yeah. Oh, I love war movies. Have you ever seen Hamburger Hill before? That is the Michael (laughs) J. Fox one? No, no, that one is, what is that one called? I remember that one, though, if they're, like, they're basically taking around, like, a girl to, like, rape her and stuff. Yeah, that's, is that, that might be the one. I sometimes get them confused. Casualties of War is that one. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm thinking of. This one, Hamburger Hill, has, like, Dylan McDermott, I think his name is. But the death scenes in that are so, like, over the top, like, yeah, I'm yeah, dying, that, man! Like, that kind of stuff where you're like, that's oh, the, God. Yeah, that one's got, like, Don Sheedle and... 
Dylan right, McDermott, right. and yeah, it's got a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I remember it being, I don't know why I flashed there, but I remember it just being awful, even while I was watching it the first time. Like the acting was awful? No, just like just like the death scenes, where like you have, like you're saying, like like when it's real, one that really actually scarred me a lot, like the first time I saw it was Saving Private Ryan, where... Oh, uh, God, that what's movie... His, What's his face gets stabbed and he's talking to the German. He's like, no, 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 no. So like oh. it just slowly dives into oh, him. You're just so like, God, up. Like that, that scene and, still fucks me up. Yeah, it does because the worst part of that is you see movies, you know, where the guy is holding the the knife before, you know, yeah. as it's like going yeah. towards him, but they can always hold it back. Yeah, and there's but, always like a back and forth. Like, da, da, da. Yeah, and he fucking pushes it back. He's like, fuck you. But he the fact it. of the matter is, you have so much leverage if you're the person yeah. pushing the knife or pushing the the weapon than the person holding on to it like that person has no leverage they don't have their body totally. leverage so Even no one yeah. it doesn't matter who you are like i i'm a little man yep. <laughs> i'm a small man and i could be <laughs> taking i could be taking on you know big a big dude i could be taking yep. on vin diesel and if i'm behind <laughs> the knife and vin <sighs> diesel is holding the blade yeah, he's still done because I have my weight leverage, and he's just got his muscle. And the way he was holding it too, if you think about it, like I was just thinking about it right now, like that's where your elbows bend. Your your arms actually bend back. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. holding it. So oh my god! And it just slowly dives into him, and he's talking and way, to him while it's, it's almost happening. Like, time out! Time out! Yeah, yeah. he's like, he's yeah. Like saying, Let's think about this, sir. Let's think about it. Yeah, he's just like, no, no, no. Let's just like, it's just like that last desperate plea. It's so oh, god awful. Fuck. That is so. It's so. Uh, That's how I no, want to go. I want it. someone to stab me like that. I want to. When I go, I want to like wake up from from sleeping with someone stab. It was like standing over me, and I just have enough time to grab his arm as the blade slowly sinks it. That is literally like a nightmare I've had. I I swear I've had that nightmare before, and then woke up from that. Like that's one of the. I told you on the last episode that I have these night terrors or whatever, like yeah, that yeah. sleep paralysis where I start to like think I'm awake, but I'm dreaming and then things happen around me and old men are like, give me that dick. But like <laughs> this one is like that, that old man who's like, say goodbye to that dick. And then the knife just digs right into my nuts. Uh, oh, that'd be so nuts. scary. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's talk about this old man. Oh man, I couldn't. That that is like that is the worst way to go. Being stabbed. Oh God! You're gonna make me puke thinking about it, Steve. <laughs> I like this is how we started off. I know. Last time it was like a fucking rabbit died in my hand. Yeah. And this time it's like wouldn't being stabbed be the fucking wasn't it the worst? Well, what's okay? So what's like so that you think? Do you think that's like the worst? I, I've heard people say before being burned is the worst way to go. I think that or drowning. No, I've heard drowning is awesome because your mind, like, (laughs) it starts out as a panic, but then, like, the you get totally relieved, and your brain sort of just like, like, I don't know, you just kind of relax. So I just like I don't trust anyone in this world. It's like anyone telling me like what happens after you die, or like how the fuck does anyone know? Or like when someone says like. So people are saying to us recently, like, I'm like, oh, our, our little girl Emma is smiling. Like, when she wakes up, she smiles at you and you say hi to her. And yeah, and they're like, the babies can't tell. They don't know what the smile Yeah, they're is. saying, like, oh, it's it's probably reaction to gas. 
And I'm like, what the, f- what the, yeah, nothing is. A reaction I mean? like, to gas in as much as like she let one go and she's got a big smile on her face because she's like, God damn, that felt good. Yeah, exactly. Or I she's just like, I bet I made dad laugh. <laughs> and she does. My son is just getting to the point where he understands that farts are funny because I laugh like a like a child every time he farts. Yes. So he's got he's gotten to the point where he farts and then looks at me like I did it. Look what I did. Ha 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 ha. What do you think? Yeah. And I have I've had to teach myself now like not to laugh. Right. Because I don't want to be in cub foods and he's, you know, <laughs> trying to get me to laugh and then just constantly <laughs> farting. <laughs> Although sure part of me Marie actually would... wants that to happen. I part know. of me thinks that would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure Lisa Marie will probably feel that way too. I think she's actually said that like farting's cool at home. Even though we used to play the fart game and stuff out in public, but yeah, now we're I, we're I, fucking I, adults I, now, Steve. We got to grow up. I don't up care. At some I'm point. totally down for like my kid farting as I'm picking up the milk and some people going by. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally. <laughs> I don't really care either. I but I don't have much shame, and I I <laughs> I don't want my like I don't want that. Um, I basically just don't want to get called into school every day. <laughs> Oh, fair enough, actually. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't want to teach him things where then it's like, okay, I get it, Mrs. C. My kid farts on other kids. <laughs> I can't. I think it's funny. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> you come in with a fucking, like, uh, like a 1980s Mel Gibson lethal weapon haircut and like, oh. a leather jacket. Dude, if I could grow a 1980s boot. Mel Gibson haircut, <laughs> I would have that. <laughs> that crazy quaff. I don't know how even that must have been like hairspray or it. it, it it's <clears throat> it's essentially a white dude fro. Yeah. Like there's I don't know how he did it. It's amazing. It is amazing. It is. It's a godsend. But if you walked in with sunglasses and that hair too, and <laughs> no one in history has jacket. ever has ever called Mel Gibson's hair in Lethal <laughs> Weapon One a godsend. <laughs> I just that goddamn hair is a godsend. Yeah, people praying to it. <laughs> he gets it all like specially cut off and somehow like whole, as it like sitting on a fucking wig thing. Yeah, just people. Oh, awesome. Anyway, what were you saying? Uh, just if you like put that whole get up on, you put your boots right up on the principal's desk, and like you like flex your fucking like leather jacket out, and you're like. <sighs> What what do you think? <laughs> It'd almost be like since you get to do it first, your your son's going to school first. Is if I'm parent teachers, you just you just like take up a persona like an acting thing. Oh yeah, like my parent, my like my my like parent teacher character. <laughs> yeah, like your fucking is just total, a badass. Yeah, yeah, badass from the eighties. We were like, I don't need you. Like almost like Judd Nelson in fucking Breakfast yeah. Club. Yeah. So. <laughs> Your kid's been farting in class. Yeah. Oh man, I could totally pull off Judd Nelson. I I walk in and the teacher's like, "Are you trying to be Judd Nelson?" So, <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me another one. Yeah, I. That's that's like my only. That's my only thing is I I don't think I could pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No, I totally I totally could. All you need is like a a. A denim jacket with a collar, some sweet hair, but I can't do the hair. I feel like by the time Max goes to high or goes to school and can fart in right. front of kids, and I'm gonna get called in. 
I'm going to be bald. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's too much to build get... with enough fail. Like, as I'm going to be bald, <laughs> so I'm going to have to wear a wig. And no one's going to buy a wig. You're like, going to no... be bald? Oh, fuck. I'm going to be so bald, I think. I'm not bald yet, but I just have a <clears> feeling. <throat> I have a feeling I'm losing it. Right. It's And my dad isn't completely bald, but he he thinned out about at about 32 33 right right i'm going on 30 now 29 right. this year so i've got like 4 years <laughs> before it starts to thin out and then after that and like my grandpa was bald or is bald i just right. i feel like there's a lot of bald in my family <laughs> right i feel like once it starts to go i'm just going to shave it all yeah do the old uh well have we Bruce talked Willis? about it like i'm going to reinvent myself I've already. I I don't know if I've talked talked about this on the pod. Talked about this on the podcast. I'm, I'm very stuttery tonight. I apologize. All good. Uh, but I. What are you gonna do? I I've wanted to reinvent myself for a while. I've kind of had the same style forever. Yep. Because which is essentially I don't give a shit. Like I've never cared <laughs> about my style. I've never. Yes. I've never literally sat down and went, "What do I want to look like?" Yeah, yeah. Have you ever done that? Because I feel like people do that. I think pe- definitely stylish people do. I just like like certain t-shirts. I'm like, look, this has got a cartoon on it but that I like. That's, I mean, that's what I do. Where I'm just, I'm basically a walking billboard for the things I yeah, like. Exactly, hundred percent. And I don't give a shit about my hair. It basically just whatever comes out in the shower. I maybe chuck a comb through it. <laughs> like on a day I have to actually go outside, I'll chuck a comb through it. You know, like yep. really quick, and then. You know, I shave once a week, maybe. I basically right. have a constant five o'clock shadow and a mustache. Right, right. So, like, that's like it. Like, I'm, I'm just a dirt ball, basically. And the mustache <laughs> I only keep because if I don't, I look like a twelve-year-old. Right. Like, I'm not allowed to be without facial hair. <laughs> I shaved, I shaved my facial hair because I, I like, I, I rock the mustache and the like chin hair. Yep. For years and years and years and just this year I've I've shaved the chin hair cuz I feel like it makes me look like an artist douchebag. Gotcha. I had that. I had chin hair for a long time. Just chin hair with no mustache? 100% man. I had but this weird That like... is that's like kind of punk rock. Like that's <laughs> that's okay, but I was rocking the the Johnny Depp. Like the mustache with the chin right. hair but they don't oh, quite that's connect. Right. He does do that. Yeah. So basically I rocked the Johnny Depp for years. It's kind of artsy douchebag. Like Johnny right. Depp can pull it off, but he's about the only one. Yeah. And but he's he's I think he's one of those people like you see him like out of like just in his clothes or whatever, like at a award show or something. He looks like a rock star or something where it's he's one of those people I think who goes like what what do I want to look like today? Like, yeah. Like Steven Tyler He now. probably grows flawless facial hair in like 15 minutes and can do whatever <laughs> he wants with it. And his hair is just perfect. Although he probably totally. he like I, when I look at celebrities 90% of the time I'm like they have to be doing something with their hair. Like there's right. dudes who are like they're 50, 60, you know, even older and they have perfect hair. Right. How? How? You don't <laughs> see that in the real world. Like every fifty-year-old I know has yes. thin hair or is bald, or they just—they have to do something, right? 
That's how I keep. T- that's what I keep telling myself in hopes that I can be a celebrity someday. <laughs> you can. No reason why you could. But perfect example, like Kevin. He has a style. He gotcha. wears his jersey. You know, it's not. He's not. Try, he's not a fancy man. Right, right. <laughs> he's he's pretty pretty normal. He's doing the Einstein thing where you just buy all the same outfit. You don't have to worry about what you're gonna wear. Exactly. He feels comfortable <laughs> in it. That's what he cares yeah. about is like comfort, and he just kind of like gels his hair up or whatever he does. You know, he yep. like mooses it up. Yeah. And he just rocks it like that. He has a style. He thinks about it. it to a certain extent. You know, he has gotcha. to have thought about the fact that he's gonna gel his hair up or mousse <clears throat> it up. He's yes. gonna, he he keeps his beard trimmed. I have never thought like that once. Like I've never <laughs> thought like that. What about the mustache and and chin hair? No, the mustache and chin hair started <clears throat> because that's just how it grew in when I was at, like in high school. Oh, okay. It's heavier there. Yeah, it, the mustache just my mustache grows in in like seven minutes. If I shave it, I have to shave it every <clears throat> day, or it's like there. Um, wow. And when I shaved it, I shaved it for Halloween two years ago, and I went as Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> and so I shaved Where, all... Oh, wait. Yeah. Was she a great big fat person? Yeah, that's totally what I did. That's what I... I came to the door and did that. And I wore like a kimono. Is that what they're called? Oh, totally, and, yeah. like weenie tucked and stuff like that. Wow. And, and I I painted fake nipple piercings on <laughs> and all that sort of jazz. So I did all that, and I wore like a, a like a wig that looked like his. That's amazing. Anyway, so at that point, I shaved my face for it, and everyone was just like, don't do it, man. Don't do it again. You need the facial <laughs> hair. Because I just look so young. I don't look like a dad. They're just like, and I. it got annoying where people would be like, sorry, I burped. I'm drinking a beer, so it's- oh, You're starting to cry. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, crying, and they're like, people don't think I'm pretty. <laughs> um, but if I if I shaved it or when I shave it, people would be like, "There's no way you have a kid. You don't look old enough to have a kid. What are you like, 15? Like, no, I'm almost 30. Like, <laughs> so I just got sick of it. So and then the mustache, it, I shaved the the chin hair because I thought it, <laughs> it looked kind of douchey, and then for other reasons as well. Um, but my thing, okay, this whole conversation was supposed to lead to me reinventing myself. <laughs> I've thought about it. Gotcha. I, this is what I'm going for, my new look. When I can pull it off, I can't do yep. it quite yet, but when I can pull it off, shaving my head, growing a beard, like a full beard, and wearing nothing but Hawaiian shirts, like Max <laughs> Payne from Max Payne 3. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I, I played Max Payne 3. And have you played that? No. Max Payne 3, he's normal Max Payne through the first half of the game, and then he has to go and hide out in, like, Honduras or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what he does to, like, hide out. He sh- he shaves his head, grows this big beard, and always looks like he's a tourist. <laughs> that's what I-, I was like, that motherfucker kills people. Like, that dude's badass. That's awesome. I want to be that guy. I want to be the dude. And it doesn't matter how short you are, because you could be short and look like that, and people are like, holy fuck, this guy is kind of crazy. Yeah, definitely. You don't shave your head and grow a beard and wear Hawaiian shirts unless you're a little bit loony. Absolutely. Get those fucking arms tatted up. People will just be like walking away from you. Exactly. Leave, That's leave what I want. Walk. I want the tats. I want. <laughs> I just need to be financially secure enough that I can do this. Right. You know, because no one's going to hire that guy. 
That guy does not get oh, hired. Because he looks like a nutcase. Unless it's labor work. Yeah, yeah, I've that done. guy works the docks, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But that guy also could direct, you know what I mean? Or be an animator. Sure. That guy is sure. that guy's yeah. bad in the ass enough that if you saw him on a set yelling at people to be here, here, and here, you'd be like, okay, that's the director. Yeah, yeah. Because only director would rock a beard and a bald head. Although I could, I could never be the director who yells at people. Yeah, I'm not down with that either. I'm so bad at that. I watched some behind-the-scenes stuff of James Gunn on the set of Guardians. Really? Where's that? Um, He's got it all over his Twitter. He's been posting stuff. Okay. And then it, I just fell down like a YouTube rabbit hole and found some other stuff that people had totally. posted. It's really, it's not even like behind-the-scenes. It's literally like phone camera behind the oh, scenes. Oh, wow. People just filming. <clears throat> He, I guess he has a very open set where he doesn't really give a shit what you do. Gotcha. I'm curious to see how that changes on Guardians 2, <laughs> but yeah. there's a ton of behind-the-scenes pictures and videos. yelling? What's that? Is he a yeller? Uh, not at all. His sets look like so much fun where he was, it, he was rolling on something. <clears throat> yep. The one that really got me was from Super, was from the movie Super, where it was like a green screen shot of... Um, uh, Rain Wilson punching a dude in the face and blood spraying everywhere. Yeah. And they shoot it, and his excitement as he's watching this happen, you just see James Gunn have this big smile. And then as it, as it ends and he yells, cut, he just busts out laughing. He's like, that was great! That was great! Like, he was That's so awesome. excited. That's me. That's me. Every take, I just get giddy <laughs> watching it. I love it. And I just know from shooting the short films I have done that I, that's totally the guy I am. I'm excited Yeah. when I watch something. I'm like, let's do it again. This is so much fun. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's like he came from like Lloyd Coffin world, you said, right? Trauma? Yep. Yeah, he was a trauma. Have you yeah. ever seen like uh, Lloyd like record? I, I like I bought like the Night of the Chicken Dead or whatever it is or Poultry. Poultry Geist? Po- poultry Geist. Yeah, I, I actually just this week watched the poultry documentary Geist? behind the scenes. Or, or the behind the scenes? I've He's s- a fucking asshole. Oh, man. my like- God. And I feel bad for him in as much as he brings it on himself. Yeah, cause like he hires people who have no idea what they're doing. So and yeah, and he's got like he pays like two of the actors, and the other ones are like, why the fuck am I not getting paid? Oh, that that documentary is so heartbreaking. Cause like it's crazy. I want when you watch Poultry Guys, you're just like, this looks like it was so much fun to make. I know. It's and that, it turns out, uh, oh my god, it is like the most heinous experience. It looked like hell all they're the way through. It, constantly like... behind budget. They. Like the scene with the big fat dude who's in all of the, his movies, all those yeah, trauma yeah, movies. Yeah. He's like, this is the last one I'm fucking doing. And he says he that could... on three of the documentaries. I watched four <laughs> documentaries. Every single one, the fat guy is like, I'm not doing another movie. I'm not doing another movie every That's time. That's so fucking funny. And, um, but when I watched Poultry Geist, I was like, oh my God, they're just, that fat dude is just there to have a blast. Like, I thought that scene was so stupid and funny. Yeah, like I, I just was like, oh, they're laughing their asses off. Well, that shit is just spraying everywhere. And then, yeah, he you, couldn't like they made him do things he couldn't really do because the he, shit he spray he didn't get work back up like again. three times, yeah. and they yeah. had to keep cleaning it up and then doing it again because they couldn't get the spray to work and it would just like drizzle out. Oh my god, it looks yeah. agonizing. It, <laughs> it really, it. 
it almost made me happy in as much as it made me go, <laughs> it isn't that fun. It's always work. There's no such thing as a perfect set. Yeah, yeah. No one just has it like a blast. It's always work. But that's what I, I still want to do that. Like, I watched it going, I want to be on that set. I want to be yelled at by Lloyd. I don't even care. It just <laughs> sounds like fun. Right. I'm not down with working for, uh, there was like a, for nothing? There was a director out in Vancouver at a studio, and I almost applied to his place. I might not even have gotten in or anything, but I almost applied, and it was only storyboards they were doing there. But this guy was like, even when you went to this job fair place, and the people were like, if you want to work for the biggest asshole, I mean, he doesn't care. His name's fucking Danny Antonucci. That's his, like, people coming out who work there, who were supposed to, like, talk to everyone. So that he doesn't care that it, everyone knows he's an asshole. But he did, like, Ed, Ed, and Eddie and stuff. And he made Loop of the Butcher, which is this awesome short yeah, people should check out. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's I was like, so I know awesome. I knew that name. Yeah, he, he made that, and he's... Like I fucking loved it. I knew it from Spike and Mike. And yeah, I was like, exactly. Holy I'd shit! Love, that's like, like he, that's like one of the he, first cartoons I ever really loved. Yeah, man. Like, and uh, he used to work for Marv Newland at, at Rocket Ship there, which is Marv Newland did Bammy meets Godzilla. Yep. Which is oh my god, amazing. So brilliant. Love it. He was one of my teachers. I got I was lucky enough to hang out with him and talk to him. I think but, about that one all the time. Not to divert yeah, you too much, but it that yeah. that animation makes me sad because it can never it would never be what it was. Like what do that you mean? that whole it was like just this underground tape that kind of went around and yeah. then got yeah. sort of popular. That's dead. That doesn't happen anymore. I know. Because it's of still, YouTube well, and guess, because of I guess the I guess it, yeah, I know you. I know what you're saying because there's so much stuff up there. I mean, I YouTube, guess you, <clears throat> it's like it'd be so so much luck to get big on YouTube off of something like just the small time you put out. But even you know at I mean? that, I don't. That's not the same thing. Like <clears throat> YouTube to me isn't underground. Like it's not. It's uh, not that. It's not this cool. Right. Just he told me the story, like which is actually you reminded me like. Where like he was trying to get a sunset for an actually a live action thing, and like the sun was just not happening. And where where he was, I can't remember. I think he was in L.A. or something like that. Sure. The sun, whatever the sunset, he could not get it. There's a couple of days he had to shoot, and he had like no time left. So he tried animation. Nice. And and then he just made this Spammy Meets Godzilla, which everyone should check out if you don't know what we're talking about. It's hilarious. Uh, so awesome. I saw it as a kid on on. Godzilla 1985, Toho bought it or licensed it or something. Had it at the very start. It's, it's like I've known it since since I was a kid. So, but uh, so Marv said like he put it up there. People seem to like it in the class. But then he kept like getting calls from like this is like CBS and this is something else. And we were and he's like whatever. And he hang up the phone because he thought like the people are playing jokes on him because it was just something he like last minute cranked out. You know what I mean? He did like. He had like no time left, and then it ended up like after a while, people just kept calling and calling and calling. Like you said, it got spread around, spread around, and then eventually, it's like that was so. His big thing was like whatever your first film is, make sure like you really put a lot into it, really like put it out there because people will, people that's your like your business card from then on out because that that's his. For, but I don't for, think it is anymore. Like that's great, but I just I don't think that happens anymore because we could send you know, animations that we've made to studios and they'll just be like, yeah, well we see stuff like this on YouTube every day. Yes. Like it's, yeah. that's nothing. Why is that? But like the South park dudes, you know, they made 
that first yeah, animation. That was another one. Then it went around, and that dude was hey, like, guys, "Hey, we- I love it." Where it's like he says that. Sorry to cut you off. That one part where he says, uh, "Fucking," he got emailed back to him. Like, you know what I mean? Like one of his friends. Yeah. Oh, we made that. Like, that's fucking hilarious. It's so awesome. But that just doesn't exist anymore. No. I will say this is we talked before the podcast about like backhanded compliments and whatever. And this might totally <laughs> sound like one, but it isn't because it's also on me kind of too. My name is yeah. in the credits. But that's what I loved about Jay and Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon movie. Right. Is to me, it felt like that again. Like it totally felt like this fun, fresh thing. That's awesome. That was, that is, it's one of those things that's just going to get tossed around to, from friend to friend, being like, look at this. Oh my God. Remember that part? Remember that part? Oh my God. That was right, so funny. Right. You know? And I then, hope. and when that happens, awesome. I'm totally going to be like, hey, my motherfucking name's in the credit, bitches. <laughs> Bitch. And like, we were going to get your autograph, but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, you really went through with that uh, bald head and fucking beard thing. Yeah, you really, you did it. You look like an idiot. Remember how you thought it would make you look badass? No, you look like a tool bag. And now you're just a dick. And then I'm like, do the rigger. <laughs> and then you just fucking die. <laughs> Fall over. <laughs> look at him go. God, he's good. The fucking, oh yeah, I think what was I saying about Danny Antonucci? You should check out his short, Loop of the Butcher, if you've never seen it. I love Spike and Mike. I was mm-hmm. huge on that. There's plenty of shorts I could talk about, but yeah, apparently like, him in the studios would be like, if you fucked up, you'd be like, go f- back to school. What is this? Go back to blah, school. Blah, blah. <laughs> like that, yeah, like he would draw over your shit and be like, like just, just complete like anger and just the kind of stuff. You, and what, well, that's, what how, always... that's supposedly how uh, Christopher, what, what's his fucking name? Oh, yeah, fucking John K. Yeah, John K. He's supposedly the same way, where he's just like on Ren and Stimpy. He was just a dick to people, right? And like would come in and they'd be they'd be drawing, and he would just draw right over the top, and he'd be like, "Your line quality isn't thick enough," and I shit would, like that. I wouldn't be shocked. He's not like he was one of my heroes for making like the influence on me and stuff. And then yeah. I ended up reading his blog later on, and I was like. I still I still read his blog all the time. I, he's just it's <laughs> But he's the, just angry it seems all the time. Oh I'm yeah, like, his style is great. I love what he does. Yes. I love Ren and Stimpy. I mean, I lived on that stuff when I was a kid. But yes. when you listen to Billy West talk about what it was like to work with him, really? you're just you like, "Oh my god. Oh, Billy West hates him. Fucking wow. hates him." It's crazy. I mean, Billy West wrote a whole book about how much he hates him. Get the fuck it's, out of here! Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. I gotta read. This. I don't know if I don't know if it's written by Billy West. I think it's written by someone else. Like where he's Billy West. He it's said. like takes quotes from Billy West. Yeah. yeah, Billy West just hates him. It's crazy. Ken Plume did a podcast with Billy West. One of his uh, bit of a chats. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, listen to it when he goes on off on John K. It's so. Awesome. Amazing, man. Yeah, where he just is like, that was the worst experience of my That's life. That's Stimpy, by the way, if anyone doesn't know. If you didn't, I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah. he Billy West is, and he was like Fry on Futurama. Fry. Well, like tons of voices on Futurama. He's fucking everybody. He's even like he, the new Looney Tunes and shit. Yeah, he's like all of the Looney Tunes now, basically. He's, he's so every, awesome. Every cartoon you've ever seen, he's that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it's not um, like one of the other three guys... If it's not yeah. Rob Paulson or who's like was Raphael in the original Ninja Turtles, he was Yakko. Right. He was 
Earthworm yeah, Jam. He was uh, the mask. <laughs> I don't know you. Like I just I'm pulling from his intro credits, but he's been like a million voices. Yes, yes. That dude's in like everything. Um, and what's his name? Um, Bender. The dude who does the voice of Bender. Oh yeah, John DiMaggio. He's those guys are like the voices of everything these days. Totally. So good. A good voice talent is awesome. Like someone who can pull off something where I'm just like, how the fuck do they do that? And just make it richer. Like yeah, they like yeah, really put it in there. But I just wanted to say about that last, just that last point. Uh, just fucking about like one thing I just never understood is like. He came from Marv Newland's studio, who I, just from knowing him, like maybe, I, I don't feel like he would have, but just from knowing him as a teacher and stuff and everything, he was he's just always so awesome and supportive and stuff and really, really cool and supportive to new talent. And it's like, I wonder how that goes from like, do you look at your old boss or are you just like, I'm my own studio now and fuck everybody. Like, they're gonna, like you know, how does that? Was that always part of him, or is he just like... Well, is it like kids are like almost, almost always like the polar opposites of their parents? Right. Like, I mean, even if you respect your parents or you look up to them, you do things so different than they do. Like, Like, you look at everything. I think it's just a (laughs) grass is always greener mentality. Mm -hmm. Well, like, my parents had a specific parenting style. Or, like, my dad has a specific parenting style. Just a and belt. Yeah, he just beats the <laughs> fuck out of me. He's still. like, can I have juice? Whoosh, whoosh. Still like, today, oh. I'm like, Dad, I own a house. I have a you, wife. And he just shows up in my front me, yard. Yes. So, like, there's there's that parenting style. Yes. Um. No, he's my dad's totally not like that. So it's not like the polar <laughs> opposite, but my dad was very... He's just a very different... There's There's no... You, like, my dad is the kind of dad you'd never say, I love you, dad. Like, they, we just don't, he doesn't take kindly to love. <laughs> it's a heartbreaking family. No, but he's just, he's just a tougher whatever. Whereas, like, I'm like, I, I'll sit and cuddle my son and admit it. Like, openly right. be like, yeah, I'm, I, I'll sit and cuddle with my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. It's just kids tend to do stuff differently. So maybe he grew up, you know, he grew, but well, he did grow up. With this, I and I, <laughs> no one, need, not even Steve can see me right now, and I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, yes, you grew up. Yeah. I'm I, like, <laughs> he, but he, he air quotes, grew up in his professional career with someone who was sweet and like helpful and not an asshole, and right. was like, maybe I can get more work out of them if I'm a total asshole. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm just, it's... Or maybe if you're just like a cog in the in the wheel, does that even fucking make sense? What the fuck am I talking about? Cog in the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you're just like a cog and someone chucks you into a wheel, yeah, and then you're just like rotating as the car moves, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, if you're just like a cog, if you're in the just hole. a fish in the airplane, <laughs> maybe if you're just a fish in the airplane of you know, the moor. Uh, like he's just like a like the worker bee at that point. So like maybe since he doesn't have any, you know, as we most animators are in a studio, maybe it's just like he never had responsibility or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. Hmm. I'm just talking out my ass. But no, but it's it's a good point. Like to think about how how 
you interact with your workers totally changes the kind of person they're going to be. Or maybe not. Maybe he was just a dickhead. Like, at the True. end of the day, it could just be he's a piece of shit. He, he worked for him, but it didn't matter. Like, it didn't yeah. make him a better person. He still ended up being a dick Yeah, to yeah, that's like, possible. Because I, I don't mind saying it because, well, no, I don't want to work there. And second off, <laughs> he fucking, uh, he openly, like, tells everyone. So, like, the, it was literally like a, th- a thing of, like, five different chairs. And one person, like, corporate from Studio B, which is an awesome studio I worked at. They, like, come up and they're like, blah, 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 like, blah, 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 blah. You know, we'll do many different shows and have ideas to pitch. And then the guy, the guy comes up drinking a beer and he's like, if you want to work for the biggest asshole, like that was literally it. Wow. It was amazing. Yeah. I, I wouldn't work well in that environment. I'm way too <laughs> I much could, of a man. I couldn't. I, yeah, I, we have similar personalities in that way. I think, I don't think that we could, I, we're just not that kind of person. I'd rather just, I'd rather live in a box and doodle on paper and hand yeah. it out to people as they walk by, being like, "Read my comic," yeah, then be yeah, yeah. shit on it at my professional place, you know? Yeah, because then I think it would take the joy out of even like if someone's like, "This is fucking shit," whatever I drew, and then I'm trying to like go home and draw my own cartoon, I'm like it's it's shit. And I'm just crying. <laughs> it is hard though because I get you know I work at a job that has lots of revisions. We get revisions all the time. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, and it does get trying where you it just does. go. I can't, I can't work on anything today because my think, mind is yeah, just, I know, not I think, in the I right place. It's hard. To, like I don't think you, it doesn't matter. But I think you think you, you have to try and remember in those moments. Not that I'm whatever, do whatever you want. <laughs> now I'm like telling you, you have to do this. No, now. fucking do it, man. Uh, but like there is somebody like I was thinking about this. Their job literally is to pull out faults to their own eyes. That's, yeah, they, they're not there to even be like, oh, good job. It's literally a supervisor above you to go like, this is, no, change this, change this, change this, change this, change this. And it's weird because then that person passes it on to another place who's like, oof, this is garbage, change this, change this. And that gets passed over to the director who's then like, fuck, what the fuck were you guys thinking? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's so... Luckily, we're such a small studio and so open that everyone kind of talks to everyone. Oh, that's good. So it never feels like that. And there's constantly like, we thought this looked great. This looks great. Let's just tweak this. They're very... They're very smart about the way we are smart. I mean, I'm a lead now, so I kind of am in that oh, same position. Shit. I'm sort of in the <laughs> position of telling people what to do. But and you like when you write a revision, and you like, I'm like, fuck you, get it done, stupid cunt. <laughs> That's yeah. all it says. It doesn't say any changes. There's no, goes... there's no actual revision. It just says you suck. I remember I used to get these revisions that were like 25% uh, more. Try try again. No, do it we, again. We never do that. We like, would... what the fuck does that even mean? Twenty five percent more on a gauge. <laughs> like, uh, I always liked it better. Like, especially if uh, I was gonna learn something from it. I love learning, of course. Like everyone does. Like, yeah. Wouldn't you like love to? Like, uh, I've had a few where they actually teach me like certain things. Like, yeah. The nice thing about I... revisions is it's it's a chance to actually improve on something. So you right. do learn the most when you're doing revisions. Yeah, yeah. I've actually saved a few revisions way back in the day. I still have my other computer because they were so ridiculous. Yeah. So ridiculous. It was awesome. But that's like, that's that's also different because mine's After Effects animation. It's like a way different process where tweaking stuff right. is kind of mandatory. Like you understand you can do it relatively easily. 
I guess the same here, but like I gotta tell you this one. I don't know if I don't know if I ever told you about this one. Maybe I did. Maybe I repeat myself. But there's one where like this car is driving, and it's like the size of like a pea on the screen on your HD television. It's the size of a pea, right? Mm -hmm. And it grows up, maybe gets to as big as the size of like a peanut as it drives by. But it's driving by and like starting now, ending now. There you go. That was it. Okay. Start now, ending now. There, it's off the screen. So, like, that was the scene, and it drives just really quickly across the road, and then it cuts to a different thing. So, in that scene, the guy, the supervisor, zoomed way the fuck in to the car, and I've, I even put the characters inside the car, but there's windows over top of that. There's all the shit. And he's like, uh, you got to put seatbelts on the characters. <laughs> and it's like, what? Oh, for this scene? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, you cannot even see it. First off, it moves so fast you can't even see the people are in the car. And second off, it's like, who's the fuck's gonna pause it and like zoom all the way in and be like, oh, oh what, if, what if my child belts? does that? Yeah, my child does that, and then fucking he sees they're not wearing seatbelts, and then he just fucking kills himself. Yeah, that would. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, there <laughs> are some ridiculous stuff like that. that. Pretty good. That is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't mind. I like I don't mind getting the revisions. And on the the recent project I worked on, I got a lot of revisions because right. it was kind of a bigger project. I, that's not even true. I didn't get a lot of revisions. I remember I, I I I just I did get revisions. Yes. And they're part of the whole game. And... They improved what I did. But there was a bunch of times on on a bigger project I was working on where it would be like, I would I would call up my my producer or my producer yep. would call me, and I I would. I had worked so hard through the night. Yes. But I it was one night of work. Like it just wasn't enough for how much I did and I was just like this is not going to be enough. I know yes. it looks awful. And then I'd sit I'd send it to him and he'd call me that night and he I in the email I'd be like I know this is going to have a lot of revisions. I'm really sorry that it's still so rough. I'll get to it tonight. We'll work on it. And he'd call me and he'd be like, "So what do you think is wrong?" And I'd go through all these things and he's like, "No." No, keep that. Are you retarded? That's a great idea. Like, that's what I like about it. Like, I like nice. that piece. I like that. Like, really? Like, yeah, just tweak this, this, and this. These are, all that stuff is great. It is the simpleness that makes it Sweet. nice. But you don't think about that all the time. No. And you you kind of get in the zone where, like, I'll, I overthink stuff a lot like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. But it's still fun. There's nothing better than animating. I love it. I really do. I do too. I I love it. It's so when I'm in the mood to like when I'm I'm in it, when I'm in the yeah. zone, it's the it's it's so I don't even know what the word is. It's like nirvana. Like I just go into like yeah. it's bliss. I get like uh, when I especially when I'm I got all the things I'm working on, but like especially when I'm having like that 1 hour a day I give myself or whatever. Or more if I can, but usually it's just like one hour. Uh, just to, on my own stuff, like StarTune stuff. Yep. It's like I'm getting away with something. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like uh -huh. you're running and like, hee hee hee. Like you got free candy or something. It feels like it's just so good. Yeah. That's so like, awesome. I love that stuff. I love it. Like it. Whatever so, it is. I'm... We don't have a lot of time before we have to end this, but you just, you were talking about these people and it just popped into my head. You were talking yes. about like, we were talking about like John Kay and whatever. Speaking of Hook. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> the best callback because no one gets it. That was yeah, pre-podcast talk. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it just started to make me think, like, if you could work with someone animating, not even animating, yeah. just in general, like if you could work with 
someone on a project. Yeah. Who would that be? Like, who is that person? Like, who's your dream person to work with? And it's a really weird question, I think, for you and I, because I don't know if you are the same as me, but, like, my answer, honest to God, would have been Kevin Smith. Yeah. When I was, like, that would have, before working on Smotimations, that honestly would have been my answer. (coughs) Just because... Like, his podcasts and stuff are such a massive piece of my life because I listen to him every day. Yeah. Which is, it's crazy that he... listen to him and re-listen to him. Oh, I I do. I seriously just go through it over and over again. Yeah, Because I can't work without something playing. Yeah, absolutely. So I've conditioned myself to, if I have someone talking in my ears, I can keep going and, you know, and keep working. So Kevin would have been my answer. But now if I, you know, as much as I'd work with him forever, like I'd keep working with him. But if that can't be your answer, uh, you know, since you already have. Right. Then who is so it? That can't, that can't be my answer? No. No, it can't. <laughs> so if that, no, then you just get fucking dead serious. Like, <laughs> fucking play the game, you piece of shit. Yeah, like, you ah. lose. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Podcast over. That's and every time I try ends. to talk, I'm like, got it. Da-da-da. Man, that's a good question. Um, well, if we're, just in general, this is the first thing that's popping in my head is kind of like it has to be the first I, thing. I people I do understand. that. People do that all the time when I, because I'm a, I'm a total name your top five favorite movies kind of guy, right. and so, it's I, just whatever you think of in that moment. The people know, who sit really, there yeah. and go like. Well, you know, if I was stuck on a desert island and I could only watch five movies, I'm like, shut the yeah. fuck up! Tell me your five <laughs> movies right now. You got a gun? Yeah. Oh, like I just fucking went up fifteen notches. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Go on, <laughs> go on, motherfucker. Uh, I probably like it doesn't make sense at all. I don't know how I'd work with them, but I, I love Quentin Tarantino. Well, that totally makes sense. What do you... Quentin Tarantino has animation in Kill Bill. He does. He's like, used like animation and titles and stuff before. You could easily work well, yeah, with him. I guess like do you remember like Four Rooms, even though that probably wasn't him who I, I don't know, maybe but remember Four Rooms, how yeah. the start of Four Rooms has that little like kooky, like French looking animation of the like the little bar bellhop moving around and yep. stuff? I could use something like that, but yeah, I love his movies and Or what if he was he just he saw Jay and Saw Bob's super groovy cartoon movie. Right. And he's like, I, I want to work with I, that is the worst. I, I went to Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I know you I know you, you called Quentin Tarantino, but I, 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 I'm, he's a I'm little busy. Yeah, I'm here now and I'm willing to, to I'm willing to work with you, Steve. I'm like, I've never seen any of your movies. <laughs> All I know is that you I seriously haven't seen any. Really? Well, I, You've never even I, seen in, in film theory they showed us like parts of like the Manhattan one with the bridge and shit. And yeah, Manhattan. other ones and they're like, Annie Isn't Hall? that great? You never saw Annie Hall? No, nah, man. Crazy. Is it good? Yeah, it is good. I think it's really good. It's definitely it's a movie that uh touches on topics that are it it plays in a way that most movies don't play. Interesting. Which I like. It has a very different pacing, a very interesting pacing. <clears throat> and kind of I don't know. I like it. Annie Hall is fine. I would say I don't think it's brilliant. I'm not one of those right. like Annie Hall lovers. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. I don't He's know. still like constantly making movies. And he I... makes it like a movie a year, I think. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's great. I, I love that. I, I, I hope that. Well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad you like it, Steve, because you and, <laughs> you and I are going to be working together. I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if Quentin Tarantino came up to you and yeah. was like, I saw your. Um... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such a big fan. Well, I, no. I should be fucking crying. And Never shit. mind. He walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were cool. Yeah. I liked your cartoon, but uh, you turned out to be a total... Really creeping me the fuck out. Yeah, you turned out to be a pussy. I'm sorry, I'm... <laughs> but he comes up to you, he's just like, I want to make an animated movie. And I think your wow. style fits it. Wow. It's like, it's going to be a lot of work, but we're going to make it happen. Wow. I would not stop saying wow for like nine years. <laughs> just, wow. I still say you're, wow. You're like... sitting there animating with him standing behind you, just wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. But with that being said, like, that's the way I kind of think about the Kevin thing. Like, that's Me the, too. that's totally how I was or am. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. any, it's, anytime it's, I can, I even think about the fact that I worked on a Smotimation, I'm just like, wow. I know. Even put it I in think, that perspective. Think... What if Tarantino was just like, I'm starting up a YouTube site and I'm going to get a bunch of animators together and I, I want you to be one of them? I just shit my pants. But that's it's not crazy. outside of the realm of possibility. If he's just like, I have all these fucked up little ideas. They don't work in, in, you know, like live action or as a feature. But I think they would work really great as like Quentin Tarantino's Mike and, you know, like Spike and Mike style movie oh, or something. Oh, that'd be awesome. So he's hiring a bunch of people. So you're not really like necessarily, <coughs> you know, you're one of a bunch. Like we were right. as like like a bunch of yeah. us smotimators were who won the contest or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it sort of was the same thing. That would still be awesome to you, wouldn't it? Totally fucking awesome. That's not like outside of the realm of possibility. I can't. I would love. Now that. you're just like, can can you make <laughs> it happen, Josh? Yeah, can you? You're really psyching me up for this. Uh, can I work with Quentin? <laughs> <laughs> sure, let me call him. Let me call him. And it's funny because that's like you, that's like, like obviously said, the like... crazy one though. That's like the one that everyone picks. Right. He's yeah. just so awesome. I, I, like you said, like the like even right now when we talk about it, sometimes I do completely forget like I've made the movie or stuff like that because I don't have a copy. Like I have like you know like the holes every scene bit by scene, but like the editing house put the whole copy together. Yeah, so I don't have like a Blu-ray. No, that like, when is it coming out on Blu-ray? I want one. I was I think like September they were talking about. Or something I like almost that. resorted to finding an illegal copy to watch it. There apparently there is like uh, I I talked to somebody online asked if this was a, a burnt one. It's a Blu-ray, and in the UK they have like a limited edition. Wow. Of like five hundred or something. Crazy. Which I, I don't know anything. Hmm. So on Twitter I was like, is this real to join? I saw that. I saw you post that. <laughs> okay, I, I don't even know so. Huh. But yeah, it hits me every now and then. We're like, because you're just like, we're also not working at like a studio. Like we're not going to like smart gas. Studio. I know that's, that's why it's something. so different. <laughs> so yeah, everything's just like wow, the, wow. Because yeah, is it kind? Of, it's kind of the same for you, where it's it's contract work, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it has a weird feeling where it isn't like going into a studio. We just get jobs when we get them and stuff like that. Yeah. But. Which is it's it's still awesome. It's still a mind fuck to me. Like I can never yeah. believe it. Whenever I just I think about it, even in the subtlest form. I know. But with that being said, there's to me, I think of when I start thinking of people I want to work with. Yeah. I start thinking. Well, we talked about voice actors earlier. 
there's so oh, many voice yeah. actors that I'm just like, oh my <clears> god. I haven't even thought about that. I yeah. can't imagine if if all of a sudden I was animating something for Billy, you know, something that is being spoken by Billy West. Wow, yeah. How awesome would that be? Or that would be that would be so fucking amazing because like, just because Ren and Stimpy and the influence, mm-hmm. like just seeing the cartoons, and then Spike and Mike, but he didn't have anything to do with that. But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like, see, that is Stimpy. That's well, the voice that's Stimpy. the one I was actually gonna go to. I like that you brought brought up Spike and Mike's because my big one, like my big yeah. one, that I would just, I would love <laughs> to sit down in a room, yep. in like a writer's room with this dude. And like talking about animation and like a feature film or something like that, and that's Mike Judge. Oh wow! How fucking that dude is like he. I think he puts out amazing stuff. Yeah. Everything he does, I love. Didn't he, didn't he do something again recently? I totally forgot about it. What's the most recent thing he's done? Mike Judge's most recent stuff. Well, he's the show. He has the show right now. Um, he relaunched Beavis and Butthead. Didn't he, he relaunched Beavis and Butthead, but he has. He also did. Um, what is that show called? I haven't seen it yet because I don't have cable. So yeah, I don't either. get to see any of the good stuff. Maybe that's what it was. I thought it was a movie. But Silicon Valley. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a live action show he did. And it has like TJ Miller and stuff like that in it. Nice. Um, but that guy, I just, he's so brilliant to me. Right. Everything he does, I just, I love. <clears throat> the original Beavis and Butthead, one of the reasons why I got into animation. Yeah, hundred percent. Those two were like mind-boggling and so different from what you've ever saw on TV. Both played on like MTV Canada, which was called Much Music back in the day. Yep. And like, yeah, you'd see them and just be like, "What the? F- this is awesome. This is for me. It's not for like." Yeah. I still love the Flintstones and stuff, but that wasn't for me. It was kind of like for everybody in the universe. So it doesn't yeah, really and, hit me. And Beavis and Butthead. I feel like I was watching at the same time as The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, yeah. And The Simpsons was not okay. Like, my parents didn't want me watching The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. They really didn't want me watching Beavis and Butthead. And those were the shows that I would sneak. And I remember watching The Simpsons and being like, my parents are fucking dumb. This is so right. mild. Yeah. Like, there's like, Especially the early stuff. That's And that's what it was. It was like seasons two, three, four, five. Like, really... Yeah. Some of those seasons, like season one and two, are almost Christian in the yeah. like morals that they teach. Yeah. And then after that, they kind of got more into the silliness, but they still had like morals behind them and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. There's like the one where like Bleeding Gums dies. Yeah. That's like, really like those like emotional Lisa episodes where you're like, boring. Yeah. yeah. Like the episode about being a vegetarian. That was yeah. like all of them. They had like tons of morals. Yeah. And. Um, even the later seasons still had like a moral to them. Like Homer goes to college, I which love that I know is like so season much. is still only like season six or seven or something yeah, like that. Yeah, five or six. Yeah, something like that. But like even that one ends with her being like, "Homer, you need to go back to school and actually succeed to show these kids this." Right. And he's like, "You know what that <laughs> means? It's time to party down." <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so awesome. But then, like, Office Space is still probably the movie I quote more than anything. And... I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, just because that voice came in my head of Lumberg, where he's like, uh, yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. afraid that's not going to work out right now. Like that fucking voice. Yeah, that, the, yeah, okay, 
this. I just uh, don't uh, see him as manager material. <laughs> <laughs> that was like going through my head. I know. I, I quote that movie probably more than anything. And nice. it's always the most obscure lines where, like, <laughs> I seriously probably quote whenever someone says nine. Like, all they have to say is, like, number nine or anything nine. Yes. And I every time go, hey, Peter, man, check out Channel 9. It's the breast exam. <laughs> like, every time. <laughs> that is it. That is an obscure, like, part I, in your brain that goes, like, nine? Yes. Goes right to fucking, that's amazing. Because that part makes me laugh so hard. Yo, Peter, man, check out Channel I, 9. It's the breast I exam. I thought the chick looked like Ann. Does it make you feel better? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, man. That Diedrich Bader rocks in that movie. When he goes, <laughs> hey, Peter, man, watch out for cornhole. Yeah. Just that guy, I don't know why that guy hasn't been in more, like, comedies. I guess he, the 90s. Was it the 90s or 2000s? Early kind of like 99 is when Office Space came out. Because he was in the Drew Carey show. He was in Jane and Bob Strike Back. He yep. was in a lot of, like, big things. And then... Uh, now he's Batman. Or he was Batman. Yeah, it was Batman. But I feel like he should... Like, once once these, like, time frames where you, you don't appear in enough movies, it's like Hollywood just like, nah, we got someone else yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. We got Jason Bateman. Well, and the problem is he's such a specific... Like, he has a specific look. It's really hard to put him in certain roles. But at the same time, like... So does Jack Black, and they put yes. him in all sorts of roles. Yeah, he was like fucking Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, they put him in movies where he's supposed to play like a somewhat handsome dude. You know what? And like, yeah, he's like doing. I've never seen his dramas, but I've seen fucking previews for it. It almost makes me sick. Yeah, because I actually like Jack Black. Was that one where it's like, do 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 do? Not really like that. But he's like, it's one of those relationship ones, and it shows him with a girl and someone else with a girl, and he's just like being trying. He's just being a normal Jack Black, charming, Interesting. like not. Yeah, it's I, so fucked up, and I'm like, stop it, Jack. Stop. Be, Don't stretch. Yeah. <laughs> be what I want you to be. Be the seriously. I pull the weirdest lines or weirdest movies. I was literally just going to do a line of Jack Black from <laughs> Saving Silverman. Nice. Like I don't think has anyone even seen that Do movie? You want to be gay with me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was thinking of the um oh man, you're pitching loaves in the front yard. I play croquet out there. <laughs> that line makes me laugh every time. But Mike Judge, that's my no, that's man. my guy. Judith, like I can't Im- Judith Oh, sorry. Keep going. You just fucking set me into a saving Sullivan thing. It was like, no, no, Judas just messing with your mind, man. No. I'm gay. That, I thought I would want to rewatch that one. That was a great one. It's on Netflix. Well, I used to always quote that one where he's like, I'm, ooh, I'm a, I wouldn't mind being like having sex anyways. Ooh, I'm a man. Ooh, ooh I'm a, a man. man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, moms don't talk. They're not they do. when they're, they're off, off duty. duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, so it, it's like, it's a dumb movie, but it knows it. it's dumb. Yeah. Like, it's perfect for just dumb laughs. Yeah. It's so, yeah, I thought it was funny. But Mike Judge, to me, just seems like one of those dudes where if you sit down in a room with him, you're going to be blown away by how brilliant he is. Yeah. Uh, and I saw, when I saw the movie Extract the first time, I was like, ugh, this is kind of dumb. I don't know. I don't get it. And I rewatched it the maybe three weeks ago, two yep. or three weeks ago. And it just hit home in a crazy way. 
Wow. Where I I just I don't know why it didn't I suppose at the time I didn't really give a shit about drugs. Like smoking right. pot. There's so many good pot jokes in nice. the movie. And like drug mo- like when I watched it I was like, There's no way. I if I can't relate to his character, Jason Bateman's character. Gotcha. Because he just like does drugs for no reason. Like <laughs> I don't know, I just didn't get it. And now I'm now I'm like, yeah, I guess I could see that. Like if I was in the place that he's in in that movie, I might be that same dude. Right. I don't know. I it's a really good movie. It's really funny. I've never seen that. You should watch it. It's... I was just thinking about him like I like now that I know what he looks like. It took me a while to realize cuz of course I wouldn't know unless you really look it up, but Mike Judge plays the manager in Office Space of fucking Jennifer Aniston. Yep. Where he's like, yes. uh, yeah, you know, it is enough flair. And, then, and then I <laughs> yeah. love it. I love the look on his face. And she's like, so more than, and then the fucking roll of his eyes and well, shit. No, not, I didn't say that. He just like totally backpedaled. <laughs> he's just like, um, well, uh, we'll just look we, at Chad or whatever his fucking name is. He, he's got lots of flair and a great personality. Or so whatever. more than. And then he rolls his eyes again. He's like, oh, it's so <laughs> fucking good. I mean, he, he knew what he wanted from that character. and He just did it. Well, I mean, think of Hank Hill. Like, that character, he's... Damn it, Bobby. He had that, he used that voice in Beavis yeah, and Butthead. Was, they're whacking off in my tool shed. Yeah, and then just neighbor. B- built it into Hank Hill. He That yeah. character, he's known forever that he wanted to do this. Yeah. The everyman hillbilly, but isn't really a hillbilly. Yeah. Like, still lovable. Like, he, they took, they took that, like, hillbilly mentality and made it, very relatable. Yeah. They I didn't poked... catch enough of that show. I did like watch it, but I was it was more it was more Simpsony and like early Simpsony and generic than it was Beavis and Bud, so it was a pretty big change for me. Yeah. And King of the Hill was one of those shows that as a kid I hated. Like when yeah. it was on, I was like, God damn it, just get to the fucking Simpsons. Yeah, I remember that too. And yeah, now before. I think some of some of the jokes are better written than Simpsons jokes. Like Maybe not prime Simpsons, like yeah. Conan era, but some of the jokes in King of the Hill are amazing. I'll have to, if, I'll probably never will, but I'll have to rewatch it. You should. Because <laughs> who it's, has time? It's definitely worth a watch. It's super funny. It's super. If you, never, if you never make time, how could you ever have time? What the hell is that? <laughs> I was trying to do the fucking, for some reason, the Merovingian from Matrix popped in my head. It's like, oh, oh wow. yes, who has the time? Sorry about that. No, that's all. That is, I wanted that's, you to keep was going. Like I was an, sitting there, like, I was sitting there like listening. That's like accent, too. That's my French accent. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve does Amazing. a, Steve's Frenchman. Yeah. Which, what was yours before? You were doing fucking, you were trying to do, my fr- uh, my Quentin Woody Tarantino? Allen. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, my flawless Quentin Tarantino. My, my Frenchman. Yeah. Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up Irish. French. Yeah. Your Frenchman is just like totally just you doing an Italian accent, but then you throw in an A every once in a while. Oh, hey. <laughs> Baguette. <laughs> Am I right? Baguette. Baguette. Berry. Oh. Yeah. Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Crepes. Yeah. Palm de terre. <laughs> That's potato. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't really know it much French. I, I got taught in school, but completely rebelled against learning. 
Oh yeah, I suppose you're from like Canada. Canada, where fucking every package you have has half French on it. So that's crazy. So that's how I know this because palm means apple and de terre. So I think it directly translates to apple of the earth. Hmm. Which is like that's fucked up. Is that what they really say in their heads? Like I'll have an apple of the earth. I hope not, because that's it must up. be. Well, like try, I'm trying to think of something <laughs> that we do that for. It's too expl- It's too. I just just call it a fucking potato because things. Yeah. it's way too descriptive. Well, English just like our English, American English. Yeah. We just like shorten everything. We take from every culture, and like shorten shit, so it's like as yeah. quick to say as possible. Especially in the U.S., like Southern, it's just like like Southern people just cut everything down. Just like. Eh. But yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what it sounds like a lot of the time. It's just like <laughs> here's my impression of a southernman. <laughs> just vomits. So two iced teas. <laughs> what else can I get you? You want to try the <laughs> uh, No fries, extra gravy. Gotcha. <laughs> just a tub of gravy. I just totally fucking had that come out of my mouth without thinking about what I was saying. <laughs> tub of gravy. <laughs> so the guy's like, no fries, extra gravy. Oh, that didn't just come out of That's what you think of Southern people. Fair enough. Steve, Maybe... that is that is racist. Is that racist? And a, that's not racist. That's, is that, wait, prejudice? No. Stereotypical. Stereotyping. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you're stereotyping Southern people to sound like vomiting, gravy. Give me a bucket eating. of gravy and two iced teas. <laughs> I feel like I have we I have the right to because every southern person I talk to is always like the first thing they do is make fun of my Minnesota accent. Fair enough, man. Like immediately. <laughs> I never talk to a southern this person. Isn't Fargo. Yeah, that's what they start doing. They start doing Fargo impressions, which is kind of what we sound like sometimes. It's, but it sounds but it sounds funny because same thing with Canadian, which I maybe I have an accent to people that are listening to this right now. Like, well, I can't even fucking understand what he's saying. It's so far out. Now I sound like an Irishman again. I can't even. I can't even do the Canadian accent. Like Scott you, and Kevin do the best. But you do a little bit of it. You do break do? into it every once in a while. Okay, that's See, good. And I don't hear it because, like, I hear it on you. Right. And I don't hear it on me at all. And I don't hear an accent on you whatsoever. Exactly. So. You don't because you're hearing like a lessened <laughs> version, right. but a southern southern people always do it. They always go right. like, "Haha, Minnesota, Minnesota!" <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but when I hang out with people from northern Minnesota, it gets really bad. Like I'll get really thick Minnesotan accent, right. where it just sounds like Minnesota, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gonna... A... What's that? It's... There's only like a few like where I'll run into like people with like the actual Canadian like usually they're forty years old and like heavy drinkers. Oh it's yeah, really that's strange. how Minnesotans are too. It's like when I hit the bar when I go up north. Yeah, I'll go out to the bar and then I'll totally hear those those dudes who are drunk and they're just yeah, you know I just uh, yeah like that kind of yeah that's Canadian. You when you get like slow and like kind. Minnesota is that same that same voice, but a That's little what it bit reminded meaner. me of like Fargo Fargo accents in that movie where they're like, "Oh yeah, oh hey, yeah." Yeah, but kind of, that's when, what it reminds me of when people make fun of Canadians. It is, but that's what it sounds like in Minnesota. But Canadians are a little bit different because it's like it's it's subtly different. I'm not sure I agree with your police work there, Ed. 
See, but there's like a certain condescendingness behind Minnesota. <laughs> okay, but that is like something a Minnesotan would say, where it's like, I don't agree with your police work there. Uh, oh. Oh, okay, Margie. Yeah, it looks like the tire track. Oh, Margie. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie, man. I do too. But that's like, when I watch Fargo, I start to talk like that afterwards. I'll watch it and I'll just totally be like, yeah, I don't know about that. Canadians... <laughs> Canadians get to the point quicker. Minnesotans will sit and like think about it. I'll be like, yeah, I don't know about that. It, and maybe we should go out ice fishing on Sunday instead of Saturday, cause oh yeah, they're yeah they're saying that the that the ice is uh, not quite thick enough yet, and we should probably oh. yeah that's totally Minnesota. And then just but then the other guy would be like. Well, I uh, I have to disagree with you. I took the bobcat out there the other day, and I it was plenty thick. <laughs> oh, you know it. I got to disagree to that. Because <laughs> you can't even Disag- fucking speak. Yeah, disagree with you that. Yeah, di- Minnesotans say disagree <laughs> more than anyone else. We're just like, well, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Even when you're agreeing, yeah, just like I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I think it was I, better than well, that. Well, let's, I think it was delicious. Let's uh, <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> Minnesotans are the only ones who say I'm gonna have to agree to disagree and then laugh afterwards. Everywhere else, you're like, shut the fuck up, you condescending prick. We still think it's funny. <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna make some pizza. What? You don't you don't even know what that is, do you? Oh. That's a total Minnesota dish. We'll have to talk about Minnesota some more on the next. No one talks about Minnesota. I fucking we hate. Need, we need more of it in this world. We need more Minnesota. We need condescending kindness, backhanded <laughs> compliments left and right. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, even if you don't like what you did there, uh, actually, that's not what they said. But I'm going to do it anyways. Even if they don't like what they did there, you got to respect that they did it. You know, is that that is you just sounded Canadian though. Mad, that's magic. You just—that was straight Hold up Canadian. Up. There's a difference. I don't know what it is. I can't. When I, can't, I try to do Minnesota, I sound Canadian. But it's not—it's not the way you said it. It's the words you said were very. Uh, it was like it was still too kind. I see. It's hard. Like a minute. So what did you say? Say it again. I was basically doing what the guy said to me once at a festival. Where he's like, yeah, do it. <laughs> even if. You know, even if you don't agree, like like or what someone animated or whatever, you got to you got to you know at least respect that they did it. Okay, here's and that that there's the Canadian. Here's Minnesotan. Yes. Yeah, right on, I uh, I can't say that I was a fan. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm sure there's people there. People laughed. People laughed. That's Minnesota. Is people laughed. I I, I heard laughs. I. I heard last. I have to. I have to say, it uh, wasn't my cup of tea. I'll have to agree to disagree with their laughter, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Well, hey, Steve. Yeah. It's been fun podcasting with you this week. Oh, you too, Josh. Well, we'll have to do it again, and I'm gonna have to agree to disagree that this was a fun time. I'm gonna have to uh, go ahead and disagree with your uh, podcasting work there, eh? Uh, well, I'm going to have to um, find you and kill you. Fuck. Don't let your meat low, folks. Woo! <laughs> Josh and Steve.